You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for successful families, communities, and cultures. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock-solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and relationship professionals we trust. To start strengthening your marriage now, head over to theonerelationship.com and get access to our free marriage manifesto today. Welcome to The One Relationship. My name is Kate and I am here with you again, flying solo. This is actually a really interesting week because we've had uh, a lot of things going on over the last few weeks and some various things were supposed to happen this week, uh, hence why Tanner is not here with me. And uh, and then some of that stuff just got totally rearranged. Um, but I'm here with you. I'm 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 here. I'm live with you. Uh, I know I didn't go live last week um, for the one relationship, but uh, I'm here with you today live. So if you're joining us on Facebook or joining me on Facebook, you know, thank you for that. Uh, listening on the recording of the of the podcast. Uh, thank you as always for being a part of our podcast family and 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 subscribing. So uh, hello and welcome. Uh, and of course, uh, Tanner is my tech guy, so he usually handles some things, and I don't have all the monitors and the cameras and everything set up right. So uh, you might see me looking in different directions, and it's because I just want to make sure that everything is is flowing well because uh, I don't have everything hooked up correctly or uh, fully fully operating the way Tanner normally has that stuff working out. So, you know, that's why we have we have our guy, right, ladies? Like this is why we need our guy because he he helps us out for some of those things that, you know, we just we just don't do or we're just not that good at. And so Tanner and I really have uh, been figuring out what those things are, you know, we're, we're uh, coming up on four years of marriage. You know, we dated about a year uh, prior to that. So, you know, it's not a long time and we've moved exponentially fast with all the things that we've done over the, the five years that we've known each other. We're still discovering new things about who we are and who we are as people and who we are to each other. And the really cool thing is that we both are not just learning about the other person and just learning some things, you know, about each other, but we're learning it about ourselves as well. And we're doing a lot of work internally to uh, just kind of go through what we've been through from childhood to adult years to like who we are today. And it kind of, it brings me to the question and to this topic of how well do you know yourself and how well do you know your spouse? You know, we continue to hear from people how communication is the biggest issue within their marriage. And of course, communication has multiple subtitles under that. And communication really is a, is a big thing and, and so important to have a healthy marriage. But part of having that communication and one of those subtitles is to actually know who your spouse is, know who you are as a person, the things that you desire, what you want, as well as your spouse and what they want and and who they are as a person so that you can communicate well with each other. And I feel as relationships go on, 
you start to get really comfortable with each other that you forget to ask these questions. You forget to really inquire about, you know, who you're married to or why you want something or don't want something done or have some item or whatever, like for yourself. Like we stop asking that question. Well, why, well, why do I want this? You know, uh, why, why does it bother me when, he, you know, he does this or she does that and understanding where that, where that really is stemming from. And so I was thinking about just some of the things that Tanner and I have gone through over the last few years and discovering this. And I recognize that many times I have thought about like, whatever the situation is, it's really about, it's about me. You know, like I'm, I'm being very selfish in the, in the, in the situation because I have my own story going on in my head. Like, well, this is how I feel and this is what I want and it should be this way. And I get caught up in that forgetting, you know, well, what's Tanner's point of view of this? You know, what does he want out of this? How is he viewing this in a different, in a different way? And I've had to relearn how to do that or not even relearn, just learn how to do that because we, we as, as, as a couple have to work together and to have that strong communication. And if we don't have that and we're not looking at what, you know, where the other person is coming from and, and their desires, then we just stay really wrapped up in our own story. And we kind of forget how you're, you're supposed to work as a team in marriage. And so I, I ask this often of like, okay, well, what, what is stirring inside of me of why something is bothering me, or I want something done a certain way or whatever, like, where does that come from? So that I can really understand, is it just me? Like, oh, I just want to, like, I just want it this way where like, or, or is it really because it's coming from something that it, that it matters to me? I remember talking to a couple, we, we, we were, we were talking with them and she was, she was so upset that her spouse like decided to, to not run this errand they had talked about and instead chose to, to just, you know, go about his evening, uh, you know, after work a different way and do something that was more important to him. And in the lesson there, we realized that, well, we hold value to things differently. Some of the things that are important to me are just more valuable. I prioritize more than Tanner and vice versa. There are just certain things in his mind that are just more important. It takes priority. And me, I'm like, I just wouldn't prioritize it that way. And that's okay. Right. So understanding, well, what's important to the other person so that you can work together to find a way to like, Hey, this is what's most important for me today. This is what's most important for you today. Let's see how we can make sure that those things happen or for the week or whatever that looks like for the, for the day, the evening, you know, and, and really understand that that's, that's the key, right? Like I don't have to think that that's the most important thing of the day, but I do respect it because it's Tanner's. And so therefore I'm going to help make that happen. Right. We forget that we're on the same team, you know, husband and wife, like we're on the same team. Why should we fight to be like, no, it's, it's, it's my way or no, I've got to be right. Or I got to be in control of this and da, 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 like, 
that just creates more disconnect within the relationship and within your marriage, right? So we're on the same team. I don't have to think that it's the most important thing of the day, but I do have to acknowledge that it is for my husband. And so therefore I'm going to help make that happen because we're on the same team, right? So understanding that who we are, those things are going to play a factor. Who I am as a person means that I'm going to value certain things more importantly than Tanner and vice versa. And so when we can understand our spouse and understand ourselves that way, then we can be like, well, cool. You know, this is important to me. Here's why I'd like your support in that, you know, and then reciprocate that. We've got to reciprocate it. It can't be just one-sided. And here's the thing. We can't control our spouse's actions or thoughts or words for, for, for this. We, we don't have control over that, but you can lead by example, right? So if I'm going to continue to harp on things that, you know, you know, just that bother me about Tanner and I can certainly find some things. Um, and I used to, I mean, even just a short while ago, I just was constantly like rubbing the sandpaper on these situations because I was just so annoyed of like, this is not how it's supposed to be. And this is important to me. And why isn't it important to you? And da, da, da. And it's like, all we did was then argue about this stuff. And it just created more and more tension and more disconnect. I mean, heck, the more you have that disconnect and that lack of teamwork together, everything else just disconnects in your marriage, right? And we know where that leads. So so yeah, so we really had to just stop and say, okay, like it's okay that um, I don't fully agree or or think that this is the most important, but I but I do for you, and so I'm going to help make that happen. So John says, why complain? Just more whiskey. Yeah, I don't know that alcohol is necessarily the best option through all of this, and in fact, I believe that alcohol create more problems certainly enjoy drink from time to time and, and have it all in moderation. And, and I know that, you know, some people make, make that joke, right? Oh, you know, it's, but, you know, sometimes there's truth in, in the joke and, and oftentimes that's the case. And I think a lot of people just, just numb what's not working and deal with what's not working by like shutting down, having a drink, getting sucked into television, just watching the sports game, working late, you know, and, and then, you know, even more, more serious things than that. So I, you know, yes, there's, there's sort of a joke in there, but I would be really mindful of like, are you really taking care of nurturing where your marriage is? Make sure that you understand what you want for your own needs, like what's most important to you so that you can communicate that to your spouse and then say, but I'm also here to make sure that I understand what's most important to you. And so that your needs will be met. Like this, this idea that it's 50, 50, you know, I always, my father used to always say that it's a hundred, a hundred, you got to put all of yourself. And for the days when, you know, you're, you're, you're not at a hundred percent, your spouse can then pick you up and pick up the extra slack. But that's when, but that's when it's, when you're working together as a team and you're still giving all that you have, right? It's not just this 
you know, half-assed thing um, and marriage. And I, and I really do believe that people, people don't think that they should put in a hundred percent of themselves into their relationships and into their marriage. And I'm sad for those, those marriages and those couples. I think that's not what we're designed for. We're designed to have communion with other people. We are supposed to be a part of community and to uh, be, you know, in relationship with people. And the most important should be your marriage because everything starts from your home, you as a couple, that then will trickle down to your children. If you, you know, you're blessed to have children that then will, will, will change those communities. And because we go out into society with a stronger foundation and that's really, you know, again, just something that we've shared in the past that, that Tanner and I, we started this podcast because we believe that a strong marriage is, is that foundation that is needed for healthy, strong children to then go out and to have healthy, strong communities. So how well do you know yourself? How well do you know your spouse? And I think, you know, if you feel like, cause here's the other thing. <laughs> so I was thinking of this story, this woman I, I go to for some female services and she was telling me about how like she can't let like her hair hairs on her legs grow. And, you know, if, if there's even just a little bit of stubble or, uh, you know, or wherever, right. You know, bikini area and stuff like, you know, she's, she's got to hide it from her husband. And I'm thinking to myself, like, well, what kind of marriage is that, that like your spouse can't handle like a little stubble until you, you know, you shave your legs or you get waxed or whatever that is. I'm like, I, you know, sure. Maintain and keep yourself healthy and whatnot. Right. But there's going to be a period where like, you, you're going to have to have some hair before you get rid of it again, just using this example. And, and I just really thought like, you know, what are, what are we hiding? You know, what are we not being real about with our spouse? And like, let's think about that, you know, think like, are there just certain things are like, Oh, I can't really like, I don't, I don't know that I really want to tell him that growing up. My mom was like that with, she'll love that. I'll tell this story. Not really, but she, she loved to go shopping and she would, we would go out and we'd spend like hours at the mall and then we'd come back with all these bags that we would have to sneak them back into the house so that my father wouldn't see. Now, mind you, they shared the same bank account. So I'm not quite sure how she thought she was really getting away with this. However, um, <laughs> why would we hide? Like you're hiding something like, and, and, and I learned that behavior that when I got married, I'm like, I'm going to change this around. Like, we're not going to have this money spending secret. We're going to be straightforward with each other. Tanner and I could spend money like there's no tomorrow. And we can also be very dialed in and be like, no, this is how we're going to be very specific with our money. So we, we can encourage each other both ways. Why would, why would I want to hide something like that? You know? And so again, we've got to think about, you know, how we are being with our spouse. Are we being real and authentic? And are we being truthful to them? Are we asking for their time to be like, Hey, I got to talk to you about something or are we hiding these things? And sometimes it comes from even just like the emotions. I've had to have some hard conversations with Tanner about how I feel sometimes about being a stepmom. 
it's a very, very challenging role. And if you're a step parent, uh, I'm sure you can appreciate that. And certainly every situation is different depending if biological parents are involved and how uh, accommodating they are or more difficult they are. Like, it, you know, there's variances to all of this, but as a step parent, it is, it is very challenging to parent when, when it's not your own child. And people can, can be upset with me for saying that, but it's, but it's, it's true. It's just real. I sometimes don't know what to do or how to, or what to say, or, or what, just how to handle a situation because I have not known my stepdaughter from day one, you know, and I didn't give birth to her. There's just a, there's just, there's a difference. And so I've had to have really hard conversations with how I felt about that to my husband about his daughter. Like that's hard. Right. But I had to do it in order for us to figure out how to sync up and, and know how to work together on the situation. And if we don't have those conversations, then disconnect continues to grow, resentment builds up, lying starts to come into play. Like we're not, then we're not being real, right? So I challenge you to think about the areas in your life where you feel like you're not being that honest with your desires, your needs. Maybe also if you if you're aware of some of the things that you want and need that aren't really being met, look into and really think about, you know, why those things are important to you because understanding the why helps to also help it be executed. It's not just like, you know, the, you know, to give you an example, bedtime is a very big thing in our household. I did not like how bedtime was handled when, when Tanner and I got together and how he operated with Emma and it became a very, very difficult transition. And then certainly when um, Charlotte started getting older and then bedtime for her and, and it's just been a very, very difficult thing to iron out. And one of the things that came out of understanding why bedtime was so important to me was because it was a sacred time in my household as a kid. My parents made bedtime special, nurturing. It was it was a time to connect child to parent and I wanted that with my children, but at the same time I also saw then once like we were settled that my parents had the time and it's important to have time together as husband and wife without the children and to bookend your day. You start your day together as a couple, you end your day together as a couple. And I saw that with my parents and I wanted that within my own marriage. And so it just was a very sacred thing that wasn't happening in my house. And so just once we understood why it was so important to me, Tanner was like, okay, now I get it. It's not just like pointing a finger at like, you're messing this up. There's something deeper there. And so now he's able to understand and meet more in the middle about it so that bedtime can become a, a more synced up thing with the children, as well as ending the day together as husband and wife. So, you know, look at what those desires and needs are for yourself. You know, why are they important to you? And think about your, your husband or wife as well and say, you know, what's important, what's important to them? You know, why, why is that important to them? Am I helping them feel like that need is being met? 
because remember you're on the same team and think like what you could do to help make that need met and continue to work at giving that to him or her continuing to verbalize how hey this is important to me as well and you don't have to think it's as important you know to you but it's important to me can we can we find out how we can make both these things happen you know and 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 open that line of communication i know that talking to your spouse when you really haven't been talking to your spouse much that in itself can be hard and Here's the thing that I will say to that is if you don't take a step and say, I like, I got to do something about this and work at making some kind of direction, it's going to stay the same and it's only going to get worse. But if you lead the change and continue to say, okay, I'm, I'm working towards something better than what is currently happening. Then you can say, okay, I'm working at this. I'm chipping away. Not every day is going to be great at it, you know, but I'm going to keep chipping away at it because, because if you're doing that to, to continue to make progress and deepen your relationship or make amends in your relationship, you're at least doing the work to, to, to make that happen versus being like, hands up. I don't know it's not going to really work out. So I'll just keep doing the same thing over and over again and know that you're really not going to get a change. And if you're listening to this podcast, then I would say you're the one to start that change, not your spouse. You're here. You're listening to this. Start making a change. I started making changes knowing full well that I wanted Tanner to make changes. Like I knew that there were certain things I wanted him to do differently or how he would respond or care about things differently, but I can't make him change any of that. All I can do is change myself, not change myself in the sense of that I'm compromising who I am, but making change for a different result, right? Like we're, we're, we're actively saying, okay, Hey, I want, you know, it's like, you know, changing your diet so that you can lose weight, right? Like you're going to make some, some, a healthy change in order to have a better result, right? That's that's the idea. I had to lead that. I had to start doing certain things that allowed the change to start to happen and make just something look differently than than what it was and and what I didn't like, right? So as I look at um, some of these comments here, I'm just kind of shifting my my eyes. If you're watching live, uh, Jimmy says thanks for the on point topic. Awesome. I'm so glad. You know, and I was thinking about this week, knowing that I was flying solo today, I was like, hmm, like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and, uh, and I appreciate that. Jimmy's always awesome about jumping on our, on our lives here. And, and I was, I was thinking about like, well, what, what's going to be valuable. And I always want to, you know, Tanner and I both, we, we want to, we want to give you value in, um, in these podcasts, in these lessons, we're brewing up some other things. So we should, we should have some more info for you next month about uh, some of the other stuff that we have going on and that, that you can always feel like you're learning something that you can take with you into your marriage, right? And, and be able to have sort of that tangible thing. John says successful in many ways, but we almost never compromise. I just leave the house. Well, you know, and here's the thing, leaving the house 
and not finding a happy middle ground. I mean, I don't necessarily mind the word compromise. Tanner, I know sometimes doesn't really, I mean, he doesn't really like that word because it has a negative con connotation to it. And, it. and I guess it does um, compromise, but just meaning like meeting in the middle, right? Finding a way where you're both happy and you're okay with the, the scenario. You just leave the house. I'm just going to ask you though, John, like how does that continue to work for you though? Right? Like, are, is it, is it, is that action allowing you and your wife to stay closer and grow closer, stay close and grow closer, right? To each other. Like you, you, you want to continue to deepen your marriage year after year after year, discovering new things with each other and like just constantly growing and experiencing life together. Like I want to grow old with this man and I want to keep discovering new things with him. I don't want it to just be stale and stagnant and like, Oh, we disagree. So I'm going to just take off. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, if it's working for you, I guess, but I'm just curious how, how that, how that sort of plays out. Uh, let's see what else come. Um, hi Pete. Good to have you a part of the show, you know, man caves, privacy, he says having multiple phones have been a lifesaver. You know, I appreciate people having personal space and private space. I think, you know, husbands and wives should have their time with their guys and girls, do what is necessary to just sort of have your, your own personal time. I think that's very valuable. Where I would be careful though is, is it slowly leading to way a, a way where you are not connecting with your husband or wife and making time for you know to be with each other and have that connection and are you doing anything that you're like oh i wouldn't want her or him to know about whatever that may be like because secrets don't work in marriage it's just and and then it becomes this like oh i got to make sure like you know they don't find out and and then it's another lie on top of another lie. I, I don't know. I don't know how that won't eventually come out. And then you have to, you have to deal with that. So just, you know, be careful about those kinds of things. You as a couple should make sure that you're finding ways to learn about each other, grow, you know, that connection, deepen the communication, you know, just even if you've got to buy like those, like, conversation cards right and just start there and be like hey you know we have that actually for the dinner table with the kids you know and so we can start talking and and find some cool things out about each other and the kids right so you know use something even if you have to use some kind of tool to sort of help open that line of communication and that conversation and that connection because uh if you're not doing that on a regular basis that's when the people who have been married for 10 years and been like, oh, what happened? I don't really know my, my spouse anymore. Or like the kids move out, they're off to college. And now you've got, you know, an empty house. And when you were sort of just run by the kids, uh, you're now left with a spouse where you're like, I don't really know this person. So actively work on how you're going to continue to get to know each other so that the, 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 the connection stays strong and it continues to deepen. You know, Tanner and I, we, we continue to work on that on a regular basis. We make a point to have some of our alone time that we're like, cool, you know, you're going to go float. I'm going to go get a massage, like whatever it may be. Like 
have that space for yourself as, a, as an individual and as an adult, especially with kids, right? You're like, I got to be an adult for a second. Take care of yourself. Um, whatever, whatever that, that is and, and feed it, even if it's just to go for a walk, like you don't want to spend any money, that's fine, but do that for yourself and then find a way to also make a point where like you and your spouse are making time for each other. And even if it's just going to be small moments at the beginning of the day, end of the day, or maybe just like, Hey, let's have lunch at the kitchen table, right? Like we're all working from home, like, and, and just start there. Right. So start small, but find those small little ways that you can continue to get to know each other so that you and your marriage can stay strong. Thank you so much for being a part of the one relationship today. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the one relationship. Be sure to subscribe right now. And we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. To get our free marriage manifesto today, head over to theonerelationship.com. And while you're there, we'd love to hear from you. Just hit the Contact Us button and send us your questions and feedback. Join us next time for more Real Talk on The One Relationship.